I'll begin uh, this talk with uh, a description of uh, the Buddha's story. Many of us, of course, are familiar with the Buddha's story, uh, the part of his story uh, in which he uh, decided to uh, change his life and follow a spiritual path. And of course, he had a pretty good life. He had a pretty good life. I always think about how good a life he had. And uh, uh, if we all had such a good life, would we, uh, would we make an effort to change it in the way that the Buddha did? Of course, it's one of the reasons why his story is so powerful, because he had uh, all the things that typically we would want uh, he had uh, plenty of financial resources and sense pleasures and relationships and status. Uh, but, uh, but he realized that essentially the way that he was living was meaningless. And the things that he had uh, were really, uh, you know, pretty meaningless given, you know, all the material uh, things that he had were pretty meaningless given the fact that uh, they were all impermanent and, and life was impermanent. Of course, he had a great insight into the impermanence of life and, uh, uh, and, the way, and he looked at the way that he was living uh, and uh, he saw that it wasn't conducive to uh, a, a lasting happiness. I always liked the way that he termed uh, the way that he was living. He said it wasn't fitting uh, uh, to be living that the way that he was living. Uh, so, he, uh, so he decided that he would uh, give up the life that he had and, uh, and live in a different way. And he would uh, live in a way in which he would seek a greater happiness through taking a more uh, spiritual journey. So, uh, you know, Tanisaro Bhikkhu says that uh, uh, taking the path to awakening, uh, deciding to live in a way in which we uh, change, decide to change and uh, uh, follow uh, a different way of living, uh, requires having a change of heart, having a change of heart. The Buddha had a change of heart not a change of mind, you know, not a change of mind, but a change of heart. Uh, uh, that he had a change in, in, in his resolve and in his focus in his life uh, to, uh, to put his attention uh, on different things instead of acquisition and uh, the, the central pleasures that come from material things. Uh, he decided to, to focus his attention in, in a different way. Uh, so so this, this process uh, that we go through in uh, attending to a spiritual journey, as Tanisaru Bhikkhu said, uh, really requires having a change of heart. It's essential to any spiritual journey. So the Buddha's uh, story is indicative of that. 
is indicative of that. Uh, and of course, it's a process. You know, uh, you know, we may have uh, a very uh, kind of blatant uh, experience of looking at our lives and saying, "I need to change," uh, and we may make a decision to do that. You know, motivated by that change of heart. Uh, and then, of course, as we're on the spiritual journey, there may be times when we, uh, and there often are, when, uh, when we look at certain things that we're doing and certain ways that things are, and we realize that we need to change. So you know, after six years of uh, following uh, the, the meditation teachers in his time, uh, the Buddha looked at his practice and where he was, and he had another change of heart, you know, where he saw that what he was doing and the practices he was following weren't leading him to uh, the goal that he aspired to, the goal of true happiness, freedom from suffering. He was still suffering, and uh, and so he so he decided, you know, again, quite profound, uh, because he was very adept in his practice, but it wasn't he wasn't reaching the goal. That he had set for himself, so uh, so he decided to uh, to uh, to to go in a different direction, to go in a different direction. It's hard for him because that direction he had to essentially invent that direction. You know? you know, we have what he learned as a path that we can follow, but he had to. He had to find his own path because there wasn't any path available to him, uh, which even speaks in an even greater way to the great uh, to the great courage you know that he had. Uh, you know, we've talked in this group about uh, you know courage really being a function, as I learned from Thomas Arbico a number of years ago, of truthfulness. Real courage comes from looking truthfully at our lives, and of course, you know the great truth that we're asked to see in in following this path is that there is suffering, that there is suffering. The first noble truth. Uh, so, this perception of our suffering, the way that we're suffering, is what drives having a change of heart. Is what drives having a change of heart. We could read a book about the Dharma and have a change of mind, or listen to a Dharma talk and have a change of mind. Oh, this sounds good. Maybe I'll follow the Dharma, you know? Uh, but a change of mind only takes you so far. We really are able to make a spiritual journey when we have a change of heart. When we have a change of heart. And having a change of heart comes from having the courage to look truthfully at our lives and see that there is suffering and see that we're not making the most of our lives, to see that the way that we're living uh, is not conducing to a, greater, to a greater happiness. So what drives, what enables us to have a change of heart is to see suffering. It's a great paradox, if you will. The path actually begins with suffering. The path actually begins with suffering. It begins with the perception of suffering. Uh, 
Before that, uh, what we are afflicted with largely is what's known as avijja in the teachings, ignorance or unawareness. Ignorance isn't like we're dumb, it's just like we're not aware. It's sort of like B, we're not aware. A, we don't want to be aware, you know? Or it's really like, I'm kind of making this up as I go along. It's like C, we're not aware. B, we don't want to be aware. A, we're not, we're, we haven't been taught what to be aware of. This is where teachers come in, right? You know, we make these suggestions on, on, in the Sunday meditation group about things to be aware of, but now it's up to us as Dharma students to, to, to develop that awareness, to, be, to, to have the incentive to develop that awareness and to develop it, uh, to come out of ignorance. So ignorance is not seeing our suffering, you know, not making an effort to see our suffering, not seeing that there is suffering. Uh, so uh, the path that leads to suffering is begins in ignorance. The path that leads to the end of suffering comes from seeing our suffering coming out of ignorance. When I was, uh, most of you are probably just as familiar with my story as you are with the Buddha story. Uh, when I was in my early, early to mid thirties, uh, I, you know, uh, I began to realize, you know, that the way I was living, you know, wasn't fitting. You know, I was living a very decadent, a very decadent lifestyle, and. Uh, uh, you know, and I was very unhappy. I was very unhappy, and I was uh, afflicted with all kinds of anger and rage and hatred, and uh, you know, just fill in the blank of all the unskillful uh, attitudes. And my actions were were very unskillful, and it, it wasn't getting any better. You know, it wasn't getting any better, and uh, you know, I was blessed at that time in my life with uh, having the perception of my suffering, having the perception of my suffering. Now, you know, I mean, I, I, I was like getting into my mid-30s and, uh, uh, you know, when you're a little bit younger perhaps, or when I was younger, you know, it, it didn't, you know, well, I, I can just, ha I can do the things that I'm doing and, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, we don't have a sense that life is uh, a limited and uh, we have only a certain amount of time to make something of it, you know. Uh, so uh, I, I was blessed that, I, you know, I was old enough, but not so old, uh, where I couldn't, Really begin to, 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 to live in a different way, you know. But I, you know, at age 35, it was like, you know, I'm not getting any younger and my life isn't getting any better, you know. And, you know, 35 is young, but how many more years do I have, you know? And, you know, this time is really precious and there was some sense of that, which is hard to have when you're younger. And I want to make the most of this time that I have. Uh, and I'm not doing that. 
um, just causing suffering. So, you know, seeing suffering is what drives having a change of heart. Uh, when, we, when we're seeing our suffering, we're seeing, uh, you know, in terms of what's going to lead us to having a change of heart, we're seeing that what we're doing uh, is causing suffering. So we're seeing, uh, we're seeing what we're doing is causing suffering. So, you know, I saw what we're asked to see is that the actions that we're taking, the ways that we're holding on to aversion and desire uh, are causing suffering. So it's not what's happening to us, it's what we're doing. It's what we're doing, right? So this is key. You know, because when we talk about suffering, something is suffering is something that we're causing. It's not caused by our parents. It's not caused by the way the world is. It's caused by what we're doing. You know, that's the Buddha's definition of what suffering is, and what we're asked to see and understand uh, is what we're doing. That's causing suffering. That's blocking us off our heart. Not what other people are doing, or what the world is like, but what we're doing. We don't have control over those things. Uh, and our suffering, the teachings tell us, comes from what we're doing. So, when we are able to see that what we're doing is causing suffering, uh, we're able to see that what we're doing and how we're living is causing us suffering, then we can make a decision to change what we're doing. Yeah. So this is what is entailed in having a change of heart. What I'm doing is causing suffering. I'm going to change what I'm doing. I'm going to change what I'm doing. So you can see why it's so important. It's so important in having a change of heart that's going to lead us onto a spiritual path, that's going to lead us to happiness. It's so important uh, to see that we're causing ourselves suffering by what we're doing, the way that we're living, the actions that we're taking, the ways that we're holding on. So we have a change of heart by seeing what we're doing and how we're living is causing suffering and deciding to change what we're doing. Deciding to change what we're doing. And that's a decision, again, that's not made uh, that's not made uh, intellectually. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a decision that's going to drive change uh, that's made intellectually. Intellectual decisions can, can, uh, can, to some extent, inform action, but not action that's really going to lead to having a change of heart and action that's going to issue from that. Yeah. So the decisions that we make in having a change of heart are informed by the heart, by compassion. You know, so at 35 for me, or 29 for the Buddha, uh, you know, it was like the, what I'm doing is causing great suffering for myself. The way that I'm living is causing great suffering. I'm not making the most of this life. It's not fitting for me to live the way that I'm living out of compassion for myself, out of love for myself, out of my wish to have happiness of heart, I'm going to uh, change. I'm going to change the way that we're on living. So, uh, you know, 
the practice asks us to ask some pretty hard questions. You know? Am I suffering? It's the hardest one, probably, right? You know, am I unhappy? Am I unhappy? And then, actually, the second one, the next question is even the, hard, the harder one. If I am unhappy, what am I doing that's causing this unhappiness? What am I doing? What am I doing that's causing this unhappiness? No, that's actually not even the hardest one. The hardest one is, do I want to change that? Do I want to change that? What do I need to do to change? Can I have that resolve in the heart to change? Can I have a change of heart? Can I change the way that I'm living? Can I change what I'm doing? The path of the Dharma, the path that the Buddha lays out for us, is offers us another way to live another way to live. It's a way of living. It's a way of living. It's not a, it's not a psychotherapy. That psychotherapy is great, but it's not psychotherapy. You know, it's not stress reduction. Stress reduction is great. You know, you can, elements of the practice can support those uh, practices, uh, but the path of the Dharma is a way to live. Uh, it's a way uh, to live in which we can know a greater happiness. It requires having a change of heart and a resolve, a commitment to living in that way. It's a path that offers us a way out, a way out of suffering. So, uh, when we have a change of heart, we, it, that entails making a decision to live differently. And again, you know, that can happen in a lot of different ways as we move along the path. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, might make a, you know, a very blatant decision to, to live in a spiritual way like I did when I was 35, but as we move along the path, uh, we may look at our practice and say, uh, you, know, uh, you know, and being honest with ourselves and being really truthful and saying, uh, you know, there's still suffering here. Uh, what can I do in order to uh, put a greater emphasis on, uh, and put greater attention into the practice, into uh, living in a different way, into living in a different way? So, it's, so it is a process, right? It is a process. Uh, you know, and it's a process in which we really leave behind our old ways of doing things which is hard, which is hard. Yeah. One of the things that happens uh, is we, we begin to let go of uh, a lot of different social conventions. This is one of the fetters that's let go at the level of stream entry where we let go of social conventions. Uh, so stuff that everybody's doing, conforming to the ways of the world, we lose interest in that. This is a mark of uh, a mark of progress, a mark of having a change of heart that, uh, that you know, and, and, you know, and as we follow the path, these things begin to happen. We begin to see, we begin to lose interest. You know, as it says in the, uh, the New Testament, you know, we begin to lose interest in childish things. You know? So, uh, 
you know, these are marks of moving forward. Now, uh, you know, when we have a change of heart, that's really a change of heart that comes from the heart, it's supported by conviction. It's empowered by conviction. There is conviction. There is conviction as part of that process of having a change of heart. There is conviction. Uh, there is conviction that, you know, that we can go beyond our suffering. Okay? So having a change of heart is empowered by this conviction that we can move beyond our suffering, that we can live differently, that we can act differently, that we, that we can let go of the things that we're being asked to let go of. That as human beings, we have this capacity in the heart. And that as Dharma students, we have the skills that if we follow them will enable us to make the most out of the ability in the human heart. So, more and more, as we follow the path, uh, as, we, as we, you know, take to this path, uh, informed by having a change of heart, uh, more and more, we see that what we're doing, we see what we're doing that's taking us away from true happiness. You know, this is the thing, it's like, once you, you know, you have to have a change of heart and make a decision to, to, to live in a different way. And then as you begin to do that, you begin to understand that there is a different way and this different way of living offers you greater fruits than the old way of living. So more and more we see what we're doing that isn't, uh, leading us to the greater happiness that's available to us, uh, more and more we put our attention on what's going to lead us to a greater happiness. I mean, another way that I like to think about this is more and more we take responsibility for what we're doing. We take responsibility for our happiness. Our happiness is up to us. Our happiness is up to us. We can't depend on the world for our happiness. We can't depend on other people for our happiness. Our happiness is up to us. I mean, that's a great responsibility. That's a great responsibility. Uh, you know, but more and more, as we see what's possible for us and understand, we take responsibility for what we're doing. And more and more, we decide to change. We decide to change. Change is a decision. So change will occur when we have a change of heart about what we're doing and we make a decision to change. We make a decision to change. So I'll just end with that and say that one more time. Change will occur when we have a change of heart about what we're doing. Not a change of mind, but a change of heart. Change will occur when we have a change of heart about what we're doing and how we're living, and when we make a decision to change, when we make a decision to change. Because it's through making that decision to change that we're able to change. <laughs>